You're tuned to Once Upon a Fairy Tale. This is really exciting, guys, because we are now on podcast number two, and we also now officially have an iTunes address, which means that you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and that means new episodes will automatically be uploaded onto your iTunes app for you to carry it around with you on your iPhone or iPad or your Android devices. If you happen to not be an Apple fan, but that's a debate I stay clear of. I swing both ways anyway. So whether you like the Apple or the Android, I don't judge. I've also set up a Twitter account, which you're welcome to follow, at Disney Dwayne, and Dwayne is spelled D-W-A-Y-N-E. It's the official Twitter account for Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. If you're a huge Disney or fairy tale fan, I follow a lot of accounts there and retweet the best ones that I find, just for you and me, of course. And if this is the first time you're joining us, a very warm welcome to you. My name is Dwayne Tan, your host for Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. And if there's anything that's mentioned here that you want to revisit or explore in more detail, we have podcast notes with links and such that are available on the Facebook page at www.facebook.com/onceuponafairytaletime. And now let's get to the meat of things. This will also be a Disney Dust edition, which means that we focus exclusively on Disney in this episode and sprinkle you with some Disney magic for your day. Our big topic is Disney Infinity 3, which is the third version of an ongoing video game series, and it's going to be released in just a couple of days on August 30th. Of course, by the time you listen to this, it might already be out, and I would have gotten my hands on it and probably would have disappeared from the face of the earth, getting into the action of things. If you are not a computer games type of person, I still hope you enjoy this podcast. I actually was a little bit apprehensive about the game when it first came out.、Um, you know, having different characters from the Pixar worlds and the Disney worlds all come together seemed just a little bit gimmicky and a bit similar to Kingdom Hearts. Um, so I wasn't really prepared to receive it with open arms, and then the fact that you have to buy these actual figurines just to play them in game was kind of, you know, my room's a jungle of stuff. I don't need any more things, but I guess over time, you know, I watch the collection grow and my bank account shrink. You become fond and proud and attached to them in a nurturing way. Sort of like having babies, I guess. But what do I know about being a parent? I mean, who am I kidding, right? So unlike Disney Infinity 2, which was pretty short-lived, it only had three playset adventures because the original had six. Disney Infinity 3 already has five playsets announced. Three of them are going to be based on Star Wars. One set in the timeline of episodes one to three, the second during the original trilogy, episodes four to six, and the third based on Star Wars: The Force Awakens, which is the first movie of yet another trilogy. Very good timing on Disney's part, as The Force Awakens premieres December 18th this year. If you listen to the first podcast, you'll find all the information that you need to know about upcoming Disney movies right up till 2019. There are two more playsets. One of them is based on Pixar's Inside Out, which I just watched, so that makes it pretty amazing. And、uh, it's going to offer a distinct gameplay and environment different to、um, the Star Wars playset. It seems there'll also be a Marvel playset featuring Hulkbuster, Iron Man, Ultron, and other Marvel characters. So that's two more, bringing the total to five playsets so far. 
Two of them you can get once the game is launched. One of them is the first Star Wars playset, Twilight of the Republic, and it takes place in the height of the Jedi's powers, where players will use the Force and lightsabers in epic battles and master their combat skills alongside Ahsoka Tano, Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, and Darth Maul. The second playset you can get is Pixar's Inside Out. The Inside Out playset takes players on a platforming adventure through the mind in what is meant to be a sequel to the Inside Out film. Since it's a sequel, I think it's really cool if they made Riley Anderson a lot older than 11 years old so that we also get to see uh, what new things are happening in her mind. Without getting into spoiler territory, the movie did end with some pretty cool changes in her mind, so we'll probably get to explore some of that since this is a sequel, right? Fingers crossed. So the premise is Riley Anderson falls asleep on the couch watching a horror movie. Her subconscious is sent into a state of chaos and her memories go flying all throughout imagination land. It is up to her emotions, joy, anger, sadness, fear, and disgust to retrieve them all as they fight their way through the chaos of Riley's imagination in both 2.5D and 3D gameplay. I wonder if this has to do with the part in the movie where they uh, became 2D characters in the abstract chamber, so to speak. So these two playsets are available once the game is launched, but you can already pre-order the second Star Wars playset called Rise Against the Empire, and that's coming out September 29th this year. And that's pretty soon to finish off those first two playsets. I mean, I'm still struggling with some playsets in Disney Infinity 2, and I still have the Cars playset from number one that I haven't actually even started on, so that's a lot of fun to be had, and for a long time. The story of this playset is that players will go on galaxy-spanning missions with Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Darth Vader, piloting X-Wing fighters or the Millennium Falcon to fight stormtroopers or exploring and partaking in land-based missions on planets like... I don't know how to say this word. Tatooine, Hoth, and Endor. Okay, Star Wars fans, you can totally throw rocks at me right now. Um, you're allowed to. To be honest, it's been a long time since I've watched Star Wars, and uh, I think it's time to go back and watch all six movies again, right? So exciting, and then play this game. I can't wait to geek out on these games. Now, the Toy Box, which is another special feature of Disney Infinity, also has some very cool additions. For those of you that are unfamiliar with this game, the Toy Box is where you meet the Disney Infinity community. Players can design their own worlds and mini-adventures that other players can play. Up to four players can play in a toy box game. This is unlike the playsets where only up to two players can play locally and you can only use specific characters. The toy box, however, lets you use any character you want. And at this point, there are about close to a hundred characters in the Disney Infinity universe. So that's the toy box as you know it. In Disney Infinity 2, the designers released four toy box games they created in the form of power discs that operate much like the playset pieces. In Disney Infinity 3, they're going to do the same thing, but these are two games that are epic in proportion compared to before. The first is Toy Box Takeover. It's originally known as Villain Takeover, and it's a dungeon crawler much similar to the one in Disney Infinity 2. The storyline of this is that Syndrome from Pixar's The Incredibles has stolen the Infinity Wand and has used it to create several new worlds, all based on Disney, Pixar, and Star Wars worlds. 
He teams up with all the other villains, and so it's up to the player to assemble every Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars character to stop him before he destroys the toy box. Not the toy box! There are an unspecified number of worlds at the moment, but they're based on Star Wars, Marvel, and Disney worlds. And four have been confirmed. They are Pirates of the Caribbean, a Star Wars world based off the Death Star, a Tron stage, and a special world unlike anything ever done before in a toy box game. This world is completely randomly generated and it's different every time it is played. How exciting! This is the kind of world that I want to play again and again and again. So I really hope that they have more than one safe slot this time because I don't really want to play all these other worlds again just to get to this world. And after I'm done with this world, I actually want to save my game so that I can get to the end, right? So I hope the designers are smart about it. You'll also have a sidekick as well as Merlin to help you by telling you important information. And you must make your way out of each level by continually moving in order to avoid the void, a destructive force that continuously follows the player, obliterating everything in its path, enemies included. The game includes many special collectibles that players can collect to unlock new toys. And these collectibles are usually things that you unlock in the playsets so that you have them in the toy box when you create your worlds. This game, the Toy Box Takeover, will be sold individually, priced at about $19.99 US dollars. But most major retailers are offering this for free when you pre-order this starter pack for Disney Infinity 3. So if you're listening to this before August the 30th, Please order it now if you want Disney Infinity because you will get this for free once October comes around. So other than the Toy Box Takeover, there is another game that you can buy. And these are not to be confused with the playsets because uh, the gameplay in itself are completely different in these games. This other game is quite a big thing to the Disney Infinity Universe. It's called Toy Story Speedway and it's a battle racing game similar to the races in the Cars playset except that all the controls have been improved and get this, it's going to be like Mario Kart. In my opinion, this is the coolest thing to happen to Disney Infinity because it means that you can race with any character and I'm assuming that every character brings a different set of skills to the racetrack. Ah, I cannot wait for this. Okay, more about the game. There are several modes of gameplay. First, there are the cups, which work like the cups from Mario Kart, of which there are three. Each of the cups features three tracks. There are also battle races, where the focus is placed on battling rather than speed. And then there are time trials, which the player is by themselves on the track and races to beat their best time. And finally, there's a freestyle stunt arena where the players can show off and do tricks. I'm sure many of you are curious to know what worlds these racetracks are going to be in. Well, let me give you some answers. There are nine tracks in total. The first one is my favorite. It's Aladdin's World, so we're going to be in the Agrabah Raceway. Number two, we have from the Big Hero 6 movie, San Francisco Circuit. Our third is every little girl's favorite world at the moment. Can you guess? Can you guess? Mm-hmm. Can you guess? It's Arendelle's racing ring from Frozen. Good move, Disney. Number four is from a Disney Channel original called Gravity Falls, and it's the Gravity Falls Mystery Tour. Number five, we have Gardens of the Galaxy Road to Nowhere. Our sixth racetrack is from Monsters Inc. and it's called Monsters Mayhem. 
And then we get all spooky in Halloween Town Highway from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Incidentally, uh, Halloween's around the corner, so Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is back. And uh, if you live around Disney World, you know, be sure to check it out. The eighth racetrack is from Star Wars, and it's the Dunes of Tatooine. There's that word again. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Tatooine. I looked it up. Sugar Rush Raceway, of course, is our final and last racetrack from the Wreck-It Ralph world. And of course, there are going to be things like power-ups and vehicle weapons and speed boosts and the oil slick, all those things that we're familiar with from Mario Kart, except with a refreshing twist. And the other thing I heard was that each time you repeat a racetrack, there are going to be subtle changes, which enhances the monotony of, no, I mean, dichotomy? Wait. What I mean is, breaks the monogamy of, I mean, monotony of things. Sheesh! It's that time to wrap things up, right? So that's basically how Disney Infinity 3 is going to work. There are only two more things that I need to cover on this game. We'll get into some fun facts and trivia, and then I'll give you some technical and compatibility information that you might require. But the fun facts first. So at this point, I counted about 87 characters that have been introduced to the series, and there are five special Disney Infinity Crystal characters, which are worth mentioning, and they are Jack Sparrow, Mr. Incredible, Mike from Monsters Inc., Lone Ranger, and Lightning McQueen. So that's a total of 92 characters in one universe. I think it's safe enough to say that Disney Infinity has the biggest collection of Disney franchise characters on any medium. Speaking of which, it was revealed at the D23 Expo that players who unlock all of the Disney Infinity figures in the Hall of Heroes will unlock the Keyblade from the Square Enix Kingdom Hearts franchise. How cool is that? The Keyblade in Disney Infinity. And how you unlock a character is just to get it to level 1. Also, if you visit the Disney parks, owners of magic bands, which are used for admission to the parks, are able to once again unlock special content in Disney Infinity 3. In Disney Infinity 1, players were able to unlock the Dragon Gate. In 2, users who place the magic band down on the base unlock the Small World facade from the park attraction. And for Disney Infinity 3, you'll be able to unlock the iconic Disney Partners statue, which can be found at the Disneyland Park in California. With all this information, I hope you guys post some awesome pictures and comments on our Facebook page. Before I go, some really important information about Disney Infinity 3 if you're considering getting it. It's available for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and the Wii U. I believe the software itself is specific to your console, so be sure to get the right one. As for Disney Infinity bases, only the Xbox 360 and Xbox One need their own Disney Infinity bases. In other words, each type of Xbox needs its own base. All the other consoles use the same interchangeable base. As for figures and power discs, they're all interchangeable, and I believe playsets are as well. And this is interesting and a little bit unfair, only UK and Irish players get to digitally download the game and reuse their old Disney Infinity bases. Well, I kind of think it sucks because existing Disney Infinity players have to buy the starter pack to get the software along with an extra base, but I guess with all that playing it might actually come in handy. Excellent resource for all editions of Disney Infinity is the Disney Infinity Wikia page. 
and I've provided these links and more on the podcast notes, which is available on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash onceuponafairytaletime. Another reason why you should visit the page is because I'm giving away three Disney Infinity Power Discs. They are... Wreck-It Ralph's Sugar Rush Sky, and I have two copies of Nemo's Seascape. If you want a disc, all you have to do is get the question from the podcast notes and send your answer to my Twitter account as a direct message. Liking and following those accounts wouldn't hurt either. It doesn't matter what country you're in, anyone can join this contest and we'll figure out a way to get it to you if you're our lucky winner. Be sure to subscribe on our SoundCloud or iTunes page and be sure to tune in for our next podcast. This is Dwayne Tan and you've listened to a Disney Dust edition of Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast.